Welcome to the Pilot Podcast. Where we watch the pilot episodes of TV shows and recap other shows to answer your question, should I watch this? This week, we're watching The Good Doctor. So stay tuned to the end to find out whether Kid House is worth watching. Ooh, he is kind of like Kid House. He's like non-drug addicted child house. Yeah, he's like the opposite of house in every way. In every sense. He's like young Sheldon as a doctor. Young Sheldon in a hospital. Mm-hmm. ER, young Sheldon. Mm-hmm. Maybe that would get young Sheldon ratings. Apparently it's not doing well. That's because regular Sheldon is still on TV. Oh, that's true. There can only be one. Okay, are you ready to start the episode? Yeah, let me know when to press play. Okay, let's watch The Good Doctor in three, two, one, play. Autism. A mental condition characterized by difficulty in communicating and using language and abstract concepts. That's the definition. Does it sound like I'm describing a surgeon? He's not Rain Man. He's high-functioning. He's capable of living on his own, capable of managing his own affairs. High-functioning. So, guys, we just finished watching the pilot episode of The Good Doctor. And, wow, lots of sad death. What were your initial thoughts? It made me really sad. Is The Good Doctor the This Is Us of medical drama? So, fun fact, this is actually based on a Korean drama of the same name. Korean dramas are so good. So if they do take inspiration from that, we're going to see a lot more sadness, a lot more twists and turns, and yeah. a lot more drama. Ooh, okay. Then maybe I'm in. It just made me really sad. Like, I don't know if if maybe some part of me saw it coming, but I told you at the beginning when the dad initially abused that bunny and we didn't know that his abusive father had actually killed his pet rabbit, which set across this set of events that made him the doctor he is today. Mm -hmm. But as soon as, like, the dad, like, threw the bunny, Mm -hmm. I told you there's nothing sadder to me than, like, an animal or a child dying on a show because they're, like, so innocent because they, like, don't know. And then both died. And then you were like, both are finna die. He lost his pet bunny. And his younger brother, two small, cute creatures. Creatures sounds weird. Two, but they were good, uh, and they were anchors for him. Yeah, and that's why he said they went to heaven. Okay, can you provide like a brief synopsis? Sure. So this show is following Sean Murphy. He is a surgical resident, and he has a high functioning autism and savant syndrome. So. He's really smart. He can remember a bunch of facts and pictures and information. So he's really good at like medical knowledge. And so we see him leaving home to go to San Jose to this new hospital to start his new residency because he's hired by the doctor who he asked to treat his pet bunny. And along the way, he ends up helping this kid who randomly gets like hit by a giant piece of glass <laughs> it's not funny but it's, it was like a shocking injury basically sean dr sean murphy is on his way to his residency by flight even though the emt drove him and the kid to the hop to the same hospital yeah. where he would start his residency it, other than that like game of thrones time space issue um the kid initially got hurt with like 
what was it? A light flashing and then something let go of something. And then a sign came crashing down. And so much happened after like someone, I don't know, maybe tripped. And then this kid was just like, his body was just rife with glass shards. <laughs> like, and, it just, and also when Dr. Murphy tried to go to nearby TSA to like get yes. a knife to perform life-saving surgery. Can't be back here. Oh, I need a knife. Where do you keep the knives people forget they're traveling with? A knife. Sure. Anything else? One, they didn't kill him, which, like, interesting. But two, why wouldn't TSA, that was, like, presumably 30 yards away, because he didn't walk that far. Yeah. Why would they not know that this thing was happening right next door? True. Like, like they would have heard wouldn't it. Wouldn't everyone have heard that glass menagerie, like, come down? Yeah. It was strange. Like, no one seemed to have called 911. No, that's true. <laughs> Everybody was like, this kid seems smart. He gonna figure this one out. We have two doctors in the house. It's gonna be okay. Oh, yeah. And then they had that weird, like, contest, like, that man contest of who is more right. Well, I don't think the kid did, but, like, that other guy that was a doctor was like, I think I remember Anatomy 101. Yeah, he felt offended when he was like, do you know where the jugular is? Because you're pressing the wrong spot. And it just feels like, is this the time to, like be like a little bit sassy about like your accomplishments or can you just like take this feedback because yeah. as soon as he moved his hand the kid was like, <gasps> like <laughs> he immediately started breathing <laughs> and you know that mom was like dang this main doctor he's about to mm-hmm. f my kid up yeah so he's saving this kid meanwhile dr what is the the old guy's name dr toby ziegler no Dr. Glassman, Toby Ziegler. the president of the hospital, yeah. is presenting to the board, mm-hmm. um, trying to convince them to hire this guy. And he's like, guys, he has autism, but he's really smart. And they're like, did you say autism? No. Yes. <laughs> no, no, no. Which is so confusing because, like, one, this board meeting spans all of the events in the episode. It spans the kid getting to the airport. The meeting starts when the kid gets to the airport. It's an all-day thing. Yeah, him saving that little boy's life, fighting with that doctor over Anatomy 101, riding in that EMT car at 40 miles an hour, (laughs) crossing a distance that a plane was supposed to cross. It spans trying to get in, break into the hospital to help with the surgery because he's the only one that noticed something was wrong with the kid's heart and that guard <sighs> following him. And it spans the surgery itself and the second surgery after they oh, figured out they were wrong. The two surgeries. The two surgeries and whatever time it took for that kid to walk up the hall from that surgery after having a sandwich. I don't like pickles. I know. I don't want... And I checked. Oh, yeah, he sat there for a while to eat. He had a sandwich and read his colleague. He was like, why were you rude to me before? But you're polite to me now that you know I'm smart as hell. I do have one question. Yeah. Why were you rude to me when we first met, then nicer to me the second time we met, and now you want to be my friend? Which time was it that you were pretending? It spanned that whole time, that one board meeting of them being like, should we trust this autistic kid? And And it's like, y'all are a room of medical professionals, like high functioning autistic, 
Really? You're unconcerned about that? And then he had to tell his little story about his bunny and brother for that one woman to be like, <laughs> you're hired. Convinced. Yes. As soon as he was like, both my pet bunny and my little brother are in heaven, that girl was like, you know what? Screw this board. I'm going to make a unilateral decision and shake your hand right here and now. Uh, so that oh my was goodness. the first episode. Really, Hill Harper was pissed. Yeah, it was very strange. So, I mean, I feel like a lot of people in the boardroom were against this, but he was very adamant that they should not hire him. Which I just feel like, I don't know. And you said that maybe it's for, it's an acceptable disease to be, not disease, but it's an acceptable thing to be debated on TV. Like it's an easily consumable concept for people to like debate. But this honestly feels like an argument people would have had maybe like 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. Like I think we're in a universe where people understand that like, People aren't even diagnosed if they're high-functioning autistic. Even in high school, I remember, like, I took some AP psych or something class, and it was, like, people talked about the fact that, like, a lot of high-functioning autistic people aren't even diagnosed because it's, like, you're high-functioning, so you don't even take a second to, like, there are no issues that come up in your life, so you don't, like, diagnose. You know what I'm saying? It's, like, high-functioning depression. A lot of people have that. Yes. And it's, and like, unless, until something is stopping you from doing the things you want to do, then usually you don't look into it. Exactly. Yeah. So it's weird that they put so much focus on his autism um, when clearly he is one of the best doctors in this episode. He's the only reason that little boy is alive. <laughs> mm hmm. Because as you and the doctor noticed, he needed that cardio mm-hmm. echogram to find the glass in his uh-huh. heart. <laughs> I clocked I clocked that dented right artery. I certainly did. Because a little piece. That is weird, though. Kind of scary, too. A piece of glass went into his neck and then got into his vein and traveled to his heart. Did it feel like that piece of glass was too big to have successfully traveled in a vein? It has to be big enough for us to see it, when they pull it out. <laughs> yeah, it had to be big enough to be on camera, sure. But I feel like that piece of glass in reality, and I am no medical expert except for that artery catch, but I feel like that would have just embedded in you and it wouldn't have like ducked into one of your very small veins and then traveled through your bloodstream to your... Think about the size of a blood vessel yeah. and then think about the size of that. Like It looked like an engagement ring. I agree. Like It would either get embedded in your skin or like your flesh or it would just get stuck in the vein because otherwise it's got to scratch up everything to get all the way to the heart yeah (laughs) like it's (laughs) tearing up everything on the way there it would have to be like a sentient piece of glass like it would have to have a mission yeah like slow like i'm i'm picturing nails on chalkboard like like scratching its way because it wants to end that little boy's life and dr murphy said not today glass yeah i see the change in the amplitude i know you're there Mm-hmm. and that doctor that woman doctor of color is the one that clocked it because he mm-hmm. noticed what was wrong but she was like it's because the glass is in the bloodstream and everyone was like girl that don't make no sense including me but it yeah. was because she's like you know what now that you've all explained that something's wrong, I know a hypothetical possibility. <laughs> I mean, that's what women do. Men complain and women create solutions. It was teamwork. 
totally not. Um, but yeah. Okay. So <laughs> there are some before we get too far into the actual like concept of the show in the future, I just wanted to address some of my questions that I think are also your questions. Okay. Who paid for his medical school? Like who's been raising oh, him? Do you want me to um do we have a rule about spoiling? Let's be light on spoilers. Okay. I will just say that it's revealed because I had to, as soon as the bunny died, I had to Google the rest of the show because I was too stressed. And Jenna Wortham is this incredible writer. um, And she also is co-host of the Still Processing podcast. And she wrote this piece called In In Defense of Spoilers and how it like lessens your stress so you can keep watching something because you know like all the bad stuff. Mm -hmm. So all that to say, shout out to Jenna Wortham because... That's what I did in order to calmly watch the rest of this. Mm-hmm. So uh, basically, Toby Ziegler, he becomes like, I won't say in what way, but he's the one that he supports the kid. The president of the hospital. Yeah. So that's why he like is able to go to medical school and like survive and thrive. Okay. Also, he doesn't have a TV, apparently. And I want to make a lot of money so that I can have a television. Yeah, that was cute, though, because that's when his little brother rescued him from his abusive father, and they were going to live on that bus, and he was like, can we have a TV? And his little brother was like, boy, we broke. And so that was part of his speech. I thought that was cute. And with the board, he was like, I want to be a doctor because my brother died when I was young and blah, blah, blah. And I want to be rich and have a TV. And I honestly appreciate that honesty. You know, he just wants the simple things. Mm -hmm. But also, can we just say how sad it is that his mom knew it was so bad that she wasn't going to say anything about her two sons running away. Do you think mom is looking for us? No. She loves us, but she knows it's better this way. Yeah. Yeah. For the little brother to be like, mom understands that we're better off here. And it seems like from what I read, it doesn't look like she makes an appearance at least in the next few episodes. So I have to assume like she's just discussed. Maybe she comes up later, but like she for sure was like, peace out to that kid. He will be better off without me and my husband, or at least her husband. Yeah, that's whew, that's a tough situation. That's heavy. Okay, so now as with any medical dramas, we need to talk about the relationships. Because when you have a small group of young, attractive people in a hospital, apparently they're just going to hook up. And if I have to choose between my boss and uh, the woman I'm screwing, not much of a choice, am I right? So after Grey's Anatomy, you know, everyone was like, hot doctors don't just like run into rooms and sleep with each other. Mm-hmm. But then I feel like was it TLC one of those channels like TLC or we or one of those channels made like a real reality show based on a hospital and Mm -hmm. like I don't think people weren't like sleeping together on camera because they're doctors and have more to lose than like reality show stars but they were like all dating each other and like hooking up and they were all they just found this hospital of like hot doctors yeah I've heard so we full disclosure we went to school with a lot of pre-med kids who are now in medical school or finishing medical school. And I've heard as well that they do hook up with each other. Not to the extent where they're like, let's go into that closet and have yeah. a quickie. But 
I think since there's such a tight-knit group who spend so much time together, yeah, it ends up happening. I When I worked in media, it was like this a lot too, where like a lot of the, I mean, I won't name names, but I, I feel like I saw a lot of people at the publication I worked at and at other publications like hooking up with each other. Mm-hmm. And I think when you work such odd hours in such an odd field, mm-hmm. like only y'all understand what y'all do day to day. And like other people would be insulted by like an 11.30 p.m. date, you know? Yeah. When, like, people in your field, especially in your cohort, understand, like, that's really when you're free. Yeah. It's like, these are the people who understand my schedule, work-life balance, and are also just nearby. So that's convenient. Exactly. They're literally accessible to you. Okay. So now that we've had two small living beings go to heaven in the first episode, and he's officially been hired as a resident. What are Uh your thoughts on the future of this series? I feel like it'll be like House. I feel like the kid, it'll be House with a lot more heart. Mm -hmm. I mean, although I didn't watch like the last three seasons of House, so maybe like it did grow a lot more heart, but Mm -hmm. it'll be them like questioning the integrity of this kid and his ability to perform medicine. With House, it was because of the drugs. With this kid, it's because of high-functioning autism, which is like a terrible... It's terrible to compare those two things. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think it'll just be like, hopefully, I assume it'll be like a uh, procedural. Yeah. Like they have a medical issue. The kid comes through. Mm-hmm. I feel like maybe one or two episodes, he'll have to be wrong. He can't always be right. Yeah. It's like on House, sometimes someone had to die because it's like. But I feel like when he's wrong, it's going to be one of those like, you were wrong, but you were also kind of right. Or it'll be like de- like a good, like devastating episode like on house when he did all these crazy diagnoses on this girl and it ended up i feel like she had a staph infection Mm -hmm. because she it's crazy what you remember she had a staph infection from putting on clothes from a store without washing them and like that's what set everything off i got a staph infection from the gym floor in pe i scraped my knee on the floor didn't clean out the scrape well enough and got a staph infection People are, I mean, life is gross, you know? The world is out to kill you. The world is out to kill you. So, yeah, the girl got a staph infection. And so House ended up performing, like, he wanted to specifically be the one to perform the autopsy. And it was, like, an emotional episode because he realized it was, like, something as simple as a staph infection. So I Mm. feel like the kid will do something like that. Like, he'll make a, a small mistake and then he'll brood over it as a story arc for a few episodes. But do you think we'll see him kind of develop stronger emotions because right now i don't think he can display emotions to the same level as other characters yeah i think he'll i think he'll like because i think his wiki uh page says like (laughs) (laughs) he like doesn't like physical touch or anything so i think he'll grow by like hugging people and stuff you know okay he'll get he'll show he can really bond like form bonds yeah he'll find the people he's close to kind of like the girl he called out, they're probably going to yes. become good friends. They're going to become friends. Because um, he didn't call her out in a way that was like, girl, who you, who are you? It was like, he was truly curious as to why she was so fake. Yeah, he's like, you're giving me mixed messages. What's he true? Was like, What's real? Which, yeah, he said, which version of you is telling the truth? Which, whew, that was a message. Um, how long do you think he will be enemies with... Hill Harper, also known as Dr. Andrews. 
I think Hill Harper will remain like skeptical, mm-hmm. but he'll like begrudging, you know, like one of those episodes where he like begrudgingly admits like the dude is good at his job or something, or they'll mm-hmm. like have to work together on something because they're the only experts. Mm-hmm. Like, I bet it'll be something like that. Um, and then I guess the only other plot point I'm thinking about for the season, which doesn't get much time this episode, um, Jessica Preston, the granddaughter of the hospital founder who kind of got a little bit called out for nepotism. You're only in that room because your grandfather founded this hospital. Like, what do you think is going to go on with her? I don't know. Maybe there's going to be complications with her romance with the chief surgeon. Mm -hmm. I think that'll be like the guy from being Mary Jane. I think that'll be what's like dicey with her. And maybe like Although, Sean will see them and they'll be like, don't tell anyone. And he's like, exactly. I don't understand. Yeah. He's like, which version of you is being real right now? Like, <laughs> tell your truth to the world. <laughs> uh-huh. What about you? What, what else? Do you anticipate anything else? Uh, I feel like we've covered everything. I kind of wish... This is, like, separate because I can't think of anything else. I kind of wish his brother did not die. And that was kind Me of, too. like, an open-ended plot. And we see him again in the future. Yeah, I wish, like, I wish it wasn't, to- like, said that his brother died. I wish we just saw him on the ground. Oh. And then, like, it turns out the kid was able to, like, save him or someone or, some like, someone was able to intervene or something. Mm-hmm. Because uh, it would be really nice to see their dynamic now. Mm-hmm. Like, I think his brother would be a better potential anchor than Toby Ziegler. Okay. Uh, I think <laughs> now is time for... Well, do you have any other moments you want to discuss? No, I'm excited to hear your rating because usually I I feel like I know what your rating is going to be, but I don't know with this one. Okay, so let's jump into our ratings. Do you want to quickly describe the rating system we use? Sure. We have would watch again seriously, so you'd binge it, or at least watch sequentially. Would watch again casually, you catch it when it's on. Would watch while folding laundry, kind of distracted, doing another task. Would watch with wine, like salacious. Um, like Scandal or How to Get of Murder, and then would not watch, which obviously you would be like, pass on that show. Yeah, so I'll start. I am going to cheat a little and combine two ratings. I'm somewhere in between would watch casually and would watch while doing laundry. Okay. So it's more like, I don't know if I would sit through a full episode, but if it was on, I would want to pay attention to it. Okay. I think I think I'm with you. I feel about this show kind of like 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 deep cut Coldplay music. Would I cut it off? No. But would I like like I would listen to it while doing another task. Yeah. Like you didn't press play, Spotify suggested it and you're just yeah. going through with it. Also Spotify suggested acoustic versions of rap songs to me and I've never been more insulted. But in any case, yeah, I feel like I'm in a similar place as you. Yeah, and I think because this is, I mean, unfortunately, it's just another medical procedural, you can really just jump in and out of episodes. Yeah, there's probably an overarching story, but you can still get through a single episode just fine. Yeah, that's true. It's like, I feel like it's a slightly 
more involved version of like any law and order where mm-hmm. Like, you could be following the drama of, like, I guess Stabler's not even on the show anymore, but, like, Stabler's family or whatever. Mm -hmm. But you could also just enjoy watching them literally, like, discover a crime happened, find the criminal, arrest the criminal. Mm -hmm. Cool. So that's our rating. (laughs) That was faster than I expected. (laughs) Anyway, there are some places on the internet that you can find us. Um... You can always email us your thoughts, suggestions for more shows to talk about, questions about shows, or just talk to us by emailing us at askthepilotpodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at ThePilotPod. And check out our website, thepilotpodcast.com. It'll also have links for where you can subscribe to our podcast. We're on iTunes. We're on Google Play. We're on Stitcher. And we definitely want you to subscribe and leave us a comment and a rating and a review. We really appreciate the feedback. Ooh, and email us suggestions of like other procedurals we should try. Mm-hmm. I just love a good procedural and Castle left a hole in my heart when it left TV. There you go. Tell her what the new castle is. Find me my castle. Oh. Oh. So. Okay. <laughs> thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> oh, he's such a good packer. That looks like, you know, those Instagram photos that are like a DSLR camera, a pair of pants, yeah. a pair of shoes and a passport. And it's like, I'm the perfect packer. Like, what's in your bag? Just one outfit. That's all I need for a week trip to the beach. <laughs> like, chill out, girl. You see the white line beneath his feet that keeps appearing. I assume that implies like... He walks the same path every day. Oh, I just thought he, like, saw it in his head, you know? Oh, like, that's how he thinks? Yeah, like, he sees Google Maps in the real world. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, little kid. He's really screwing... Oh, no! Oh, Oh, he hired him years later. Dr. Murphy has fantastic eyebrows. That's a really sweet kid. He has a good brother. Had a good brother. Had. Mm-hmm.